Thank you for tuning in to the Diligent Podcast, a work of Scattered Abroad, which is overseen by the East Hill Church of Christ in Pulaski, Tennessee. You can find our website at scatteredabroad.org. In this podcast, we talk about the Bible, speak the truth, and make Bible study come to life. Here is your host, Joshua Cantrell. Welcome to the Diligent Podcast, where we make Bible study come to life, and I am your host, Joshua Cantrell. We are just so incredibly thankful and excited that you have decided to tune in to this podcast on this day, wherever you are. We certainly appreciate you listening, not just to the Diligent Podcast, but to all the podcasts under the Scattered Abroad Network. For this first season of the Diligent Podcast, we have been asking and also answering a question. And that question is, how do you handle? Thus far this season, we have talked about handicaps. We have talked about enemies. We have talked about ingratitude. We've talked about friends, perseverance. And last week, we spent some time talking about how do you handle failure? This particular episode and the next few episodes, we are going to be discussing the importance of forgiveness. Before we dive into some text within the scripture, I really want to press upon your minds the idea that forgiveness is not about you. Forgiveness is not about the other person. Forgiveness is ultimately about God. We forgive because God forgave us. Ephesians 4.32, Paul says, Be ye kind one to another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, even as God, for Christ's sake, have forgiven you. Do we deserve the forgiveness of God? Do we deserve the grace? Do we deserve the assurance that because we are his children, because we are his servants, that we somehow are entitled to something? We don't deserve anything. Being honest with ourselves. I don't know if you remember, but I believe the first episode of this season, we talked about Mephibosheth and we talked about how his Humility, how his determination led him to bow before the king. Yet David told him, get up. Everything your grandfather had, everything your father had is now yours. It now belongs to you. He went before the king in all humility. And as a result of that, the king blessed him. Do we deserve forgiveness? Do we deserve the goodness and the greatness of God? As we begin these next few episodes talking about forgiveness, I want to, first of all, uh, spend some time talking about Joseph. Because I believe when we look at the life of Joseph, when we look at his story, his compassion, his will, his determination, his perseverance, just him overcoming all those obstacles, I'm pretty sure that it will help us in our daily walks with King Jesus the Christ. We are introduced to Joseph in Genesis chapter 37. And again, 
I want to discuss Joseph first because Joseph is one of my favorite characters in the Bible. And of course, this season you have heard me reference Joseph many of times because I believe his life is so applicable to everything or most of the situations we find ourselves in this very day. There are a lot of high points and a lot of low points in the life of Joseph, and we don't have time to go over everything because, again, this uh, episode or these next few episodes are just really about forgiveness. How do you handle forgiveness? And we are introduced to Joseph in Genesis, the 37th chapter. Now, it is in that chapter where we read about Joseph being his father's favorite. result of him being the favorite, his brothers hated him for that. Joseph was being blamed for something that was really not his fault. It wasn't Joseph's fault that he was born of Rachel. It wasn't Joseph's fault that he was his father's favorite. It wasn't Joseph's fault that his father gave him a coat of many color. It wasn't Joseph's fault that his brothers hated him. When you read Genesis 37, you do not in any way take any implication away from that chapter that says Joseph is the reason all this happened. Joseph is the reason his brothers hated him. Now, I'm sure no doubt about it. Like most siblings, when we are the favorite, what do we do? We like to rub it in just a little bit. But for the most part, I don't know Joseph's immediate character in the context. But as I make my way throughout the rest of Genesis, I don't in any way see implication of him doing that. Now, I'm not saying he didn't do that, but I also don't know for a fact in saying he did do that. In Genesis 37 verse 3, the Bible says Israel loved Joseph more than all of his children because he was the son of his old age and he made him a coat of many colors. Now, Forgiveness is what we're talking about. Joseph's brothers decide to do something. Now, the Bible says in Genesis 37, 11, and his brothers and his brethren envied him. Uh, that reminds me of what the New Testament said of Christ. And for envy's sake, Pilate knew that for envy's sake, they had delivered him. They had he had gave him up. And the Bible says here in verse number 13 and 14, uh, Jacob or Israel, uh, Joseph's father, pretty much told him, go down and check on your brothers down in Shechem, verse 14. And the Bible says he goes down in verse 17 and he actually finds them in Dothan. And verse 18 says, and when they saw him afar off, even before he came near unto them, they conspired against him to slay him. And Reuben in verse 21 said, heard it. and he did delivered him out of their hands and said, let us not kill him. Let's just sell him into slavery. Let's sell him and let's make some money off this. Let's sell him to the Ishmaelites is what the Bible reveals for us in verse 25 of that chapter. And so Joseph in verse number 26, he is sold to the Midianites, the merchantmen, and they drew and lifted up Joseph out of the pit and sold Joseph to the Ishmaelites for 20 pieces of silver. The thing about sin, which 
I have done it, and I'm sure all of us have done it. If we're honest with ourselves, we at one point of time in our lives have tried to cover up our wrongdoing. Amen, Josh, you're preaching. And the reason I know that is because when we try to cover something up or when we or when we're going on our way to cover something up, you know what we do? We begin making up all kind of excuses. Our thoughts become irrational and it leads to irrational behavior. His brothers decided to take an animal and dip the coat in blood. And now they're going to take this and return it back to their father. That wasn't Joseph's fault. Joseph's brother sold him into slavery. Now, for the sake of time, we don't want to spend too much time on Genesis 39 because it's in that chapter where we read about Joseph and how he is making great progress, leaps and bounds in the house of Potiphar, uh, who was the master over him. The Bible says in Genesis 39 that Potiphar's wife cast her eyes upon Joseph and pretty much every day she told Joseph, just lie with me. Nobody's going to know it. Then Joseph said, how can I do this and be right with God? How can I do this great wickedness and sin against God? So as a result of that, what happened? Potiphar's wife lied on Joseph. And Potiphar threw him into prison. But the Bible says in verse number 21 of that chapter, but the Lord, he was with Joseph. Some three or four times in that chapter, you actually find that phrase, and the Lord was with Joseph. You also find in verse 23, and the keeper of the prison looked not to anything that was under his hand, because the Lord was with him, and that which he did, the Lord made to prosper. When you are faithful to God, you know what's going to happen? God is going to be faithful to you. When your character How can I put this? Your character will outweigh any bad thing that is said against you. And I believe in Genesis number 39, we see that taken really, really. We can look at that and we can say, man, that is that is some good stuff. Your character will always outweigh any bad thing someone can say against you. And so in Genesis chapter 40, Joseph now is in prison. But Joseph does hear what I like to use in a sermon title many times. Joseph turned his prison to his platform. In Genesis 41 and verse number one, the Bible says, And it came to pass at the end of two full years that Pharaoh dreams, dreams, and behold, he stood afar off. And so now Joseph is still in prison. And the Bible says Pharaoh has this dream and no one can interpret the dream. Well, verse nine says, then spake the chief butler unto Pharaoh saying, I do remember my faults this day. He remembers the fact that there is someone who can do this because that same person who can help Pharaoh, the butler says he's already helped me. And so Joseph goes and he interprets Pharaoh's dream. And now uh, Joseph goes from the pit to the prison, ultimately to the palace. But that's not where the story gets good because now Joseph's brothers who sold him into slavery are going to come down and they are going to ask for some food. Now, the amazing thing about this uh, section of scripture is Joseph's brothers did not recognize him, but Joseph definitely remembered them. You know what? 
if we're honest with ourselves, we don't forget the people who did us wrong, do we? No, we do not. We don't forget the people who made such an impression on us that we are so upset about what they did that we don't forget those things. So the Bible says Joseph is going to put them through a series of tests. Of course, in Genesis chapter 43, Joseph again is going to uh, receive his brothers. The Bible actually renders for us here in verse number 26 of chapter 43. And when Joseph came home, they brought him the present which was in their hand in his house and they bowed themselves to him to the earth. But in Genesis chapter 44, Joseph decides to put them again through some more tests. But in Genesis 45, notice what the Bible, how do you handle forgiveness? How did Joseph handle forgiveness? In Genesis 45 verse 1, the Bible says, Then Joseph could not refrain himself before all them that stood by him, and he cried. Now imagine this scene. Here you have Joseph in charge crying, and these men have no idea why this man is crying. And there stood no man with him while Joseph made himself known unto his brethren. And he wept aloud, and the Egyptians in the house of Pharaoh heard. And Joseph said unto his brethren, I am Joseph, doth my father yet live? And his brethren could not answer him, for they were troubled at his presence. And Joseph said unto his brethren, Come near to me, I pray you. And they came near. And he said unto them, I am Joseph, your brother, whom you sold into Egypt. Now, many of us, again, if we're honest with ourselves, we have to examine ourselves, 2 Corinthians 13, 5, and we examine ourselves. When someone does us wrong, what do we want to do? We want to get them back. We want to make them feel the same thing they made us feel, if not more. Joseph said, be not grieved nor angry with yourselves that you sold me hither. For God did send me before you to preserve life. Joseph said, God sent me here. God allowed me to be here. Now, the interesting thing is once Joseph is reunited with his father, of course, the Bible here lets us know that his father is now going to pass on. And the Bible reveals for us in Genesis 50, this is really the climatic thrust of this text. In Genesis 50 and verse 19, the Bible says, And Joseph returned into Egypt, he and his brethren, and all that went up with him to bury his father after he had buried his father. And when Joseph's brothers saw that their father was dead, they said, Joseph will peradventure hate us, and he will certainly require re, 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 requite us all the evil which we did unto him. And they sent the messenger unto Joseph, saying, Thy father did command before he died, saying, So shall you say unto Joseph, Forgive, I pray thee now, the trespasses of thy brothers and their sins, for they did unto thee evil. And now we pray thee, Forgive and trespass of thy servants and of God. And Joseph wept. When they spake unto him, now, I don't know if his brothers were telling the truth or whether they were lying. And his brothers also went and fell before his face, and they said, Behold, we be thy servants. And Joseph said unto them, Fear not, for am I not in the place of God? 
We began this lesson by establishing the fact that forgiveness is not about you. Forgiveness is not about the other person. Forgiveness is about God. Well, Josh, where did you get that idea from? I got it from Genesis 50 and verse 20. But as for you, you thought evil against me, but God meant it unto good to bring pass as it is this day to save much people alive. How do you handle forgiveness? You look to God with all your heart, with all your might, and with all your strength. We thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Diligent Podcast, where we make Bible study come to life. And I'm your host, Joshua Cantrell. Thank you for listening to this podcast from the Scattered Abroad Network. If you would like to email us, you can do so at thescatteredabroadnetwork at gmail.com. That's thescatteredabroadnetwork at gmail.com. Remember, you can check the show notes below for all of our social media platform links. Also, don't forget that you can find us on all major podcast platforms, and please leave us a rating or review. We hope and pray that this has helped you grow closer to Christ, even though we are scattered abroad. May God bless you.